Hey there everyone, Tyler Pyburn here with WeNeedAVacation.com and this is the second vacation rental podcast brought to you by WeNeedAVacation.com. Now if you guys listened to the very first one, you would know that I happen to be joined by Becky Fisher. I was in the hull of the ferry on the way back from Martha's Vineyard. Well, I'll just let you know, we're on dry land, we've made it. We are here, we are back, and it's time for episode two. However, Becky is not with us today. I am actually joined today by Elizabeth Whedon. Most of you, if you're part of WeNeedVacation.com, know her as Beta. Beta, how are you today? Awesome, Tyler. Thanks. <laughs> I wish I were with you on that trip back from the vineyard, although I'd rather be with you on the trip over to the over vineyard. Over to the vineyard, <laughs> yeah. right? Exactly. That's the best way to put it. So what I want to talk about today with you, Beta, is about managing. So last time Becky and I talked about marketing your vacation rental. And this also kind of stems from the Vacation Rental Homeowner Forum where we kind of broke it down into the whole idea was what? Try to get the competitive edge. How can you gain the competitive edge, right? So we broke it into marketing and management. And the management part was really all about going into the mind of the vacationer, right? You know, how, how do they work? What are their needs? What are their wants? What are their desires going to be? As a homeowner, I look at that and I say, oh my goodness, that is a daunting task. How do I get into the mind of the vacationer? There's a lot that encompasses there, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's so complicated. And and I do feel like the management part just works absolutely hand in hand with the marketing. It's sort of this cyclical process where, yes, you market, you've got to, especially if you haven't rented before, you need to market to build up your, um, get those bookings and build up your clientele, your, your tenants, your guests, as we like to call them. Um, but the management side of it really um, is, is important on a marketing standpoint too. Definitely is, no question. Because you want those guests to come back every year for one thing. Um, and if you, don't mark, if you don't manage your property in a certain way, um, then you, you can't present them with a, a, an experience that's gonna want them to come back the following year. But also, they're going to be left the, the name of the game now we always talk about and you guys talked in marketing about pictures it's pictures and guest reviews um one two punch and even if your guests from this year won't return um won't for whatever reason can't come back um in subsequent years maybe they'll write some awesome guest yeah. review right about, well that, a that's a, a big thing i mean you, yeah. we mentioned guest reviews in the marketing standpoint but mm-hmm. so let's just talk about that because when i say going into the mind of the vacationer mm-hmm. like we said it covers so much this is just a podcast folks if you want to come and hang out for a day we can do that but we're not going to do that here let's yeah. just talk about some of the smaller parts of it and, and guest reviews is an interesting one when we talk mm-hmm. about getting into the mind of the vacationer mm-hmm. because from a marketing standpoint what becky and i says you want someone else to talk about your house right. you want someone else to tell exactly. your story right you yep. need the person that was there that had a great time with their grandkids yeah. to come back and say, oh my goodness, everybody would love this, right? Yeah. From a management point of view, you want to do a good enough job so you get that, right? Exactly. I mean, that's the biggie, isn't it? That's exactly right. You either want them to come back or you want them to rave enough about your home from their perspective, an objective perspective, that they entice other folks to come back. So really marketing and managing are, are hand in hand, should be, should go hand in hand. And when we talk about guest reviews and we talk about, so even just the opening phone call, because again, like we said, the mind of the vacationer is so broad, there's so much that goes on. But the the underlying piece of it is communication. Mm 
Absolutely. Right? I mean, just talk to the importance. So we'll start with the before they've even booked, mm-hmm. right? Before they've even said yes. Talk to me about how important communication is because it's it's everything, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I think the the whole getting into their head and the whole basically the success of renting your home um, really hinges on the how successful you are at communicating with your homeowners and being responsive to their needs. Um, we, what we always say in the office is it's, it's before, during, and after their stay. In other words, yes, it starts right from that initial inquiry that you respond respond promptly, thoroughly. You listen to their questions um, and and be as sensitive as you can right from the beginning when you're trying to make the booking. But then after the booking, check in with them. Um, mm-hmm. If anything new comes up, um, certainly you're going to be in touch with them if a, a rental amount is due, you know, a deposit <laughs> oh, is due. Oh, of course. <laughs> At the end of the day, we were in this for some money, right? So we right. have to start right. looking towards that. Exactly. But then it's right up to just before they arrive. Um, make sure, gee, did I, you know, did you send them directions to the home? Do they know how to get in? Do they know where a key is hidden um, or just how to access the house? Um, and then a lot of people... A lot of our homeowners, I think, get that. That's sort of the old school. Yeah, maybe to different degrees, um, don't realize quite how important it is. But one thing that we've noticed more recently um, is that homeowners don't realize how important it is to check in with their guests right after they arrive. They think, oh, they're there. I'm done. <sighs> you know, I can move on to the, the next one, right? Can I mark it to another person and no, can I wait until the next person comes in, right? Right. But guess what? You're, you know what? Your job's not over yet. You really, it's so, I found personally, um, and we see it here, um, unfortunately, when there's a negative review, um, so often, unfortunately, the homeowner is blindsided by a negative review that could have been avoided if the homeowner had just checked in shortly after the folks arrived and said, how is everything? Are you finding everything okay? I know, again, personally, I've found problems where they just didn't realize where something was. It was a misunderstanding or something. Um, And what happens is without that communication from the homeowner, misunderstandings happen. They fester throughout the week. They start looking for, they are not looking for, but they keep finding other things. And all of a sudden, by the time they leave, they're bummed about leaving. And their thank you note to the homeowner is to blindside them with a negative review, all of which could be. And even even if there isn't a problem, that's sort of a negative way to look at it. But even if there isn't a problem, they're always so impressed when I call them and and so grateful that I cared, that I picked up the phone or even just a text. You kind of got to gauge it. I'm able to be at my even though my home's on the vineyard. Um, but I do try to make an effort to be there every week to greet them. A lot of our homeowners can't. They live in California or who knows where. They, they might be away for the weekend. Or Not everybody be, can even be there for the weekend, right? They, they could live away. next door, exactly. but they could be away or have prior engagements right. to do something, right? And of course, you know, it's ideal to, to make that face-to-face connection if you can. There's so many reasons why. But that's oftentimes, probably the majority of, the, of our homeowners are not able to do that. But don't let that stop you. Even more reason to reach out to them by phone or text, by email. That's probably less, I would suggest, phone first. Mm-hmm. Right within that first 24 hours, make sure everything's great and make that connection. Reach out. Hey, if anything comes up, please call me. If I get a sense, let me just add to, if I get a sense that for any reason they're just not quite, I'll check in with them again midweek. Just say, I just, you know, I didn't wanted to make sure again. I know you had that little issue on Sunday or Saturday. 
uh, just checking in. Just want to make sure. Again, it's just a text, and if they don't want to answer, they don't have to. But it's funny, you know. We I just this just kind of dawned on me right now. But it's it's a little bit of both. In fact, of we're getting into the mind of the vacationer. Yeah. The vacationer is also getting into the mind of the homeowner. It's you reciprocal. So. You really hope so. Based on that first kind of conversation that you might have of saying, hey, I kind of want to book your home. What's interesting is I've heard you in the office many times say that you will sometimes even talk people out of renting your home in a sense because you want it to be a right fit. And this goes into the mind of the vacationer from the very first conversation you have, understanding what they're going there for. What do they want? Do they have small children? Yeah. Do they have a dog? with them well whatever they want because i know you had mentioned you have a really cool a-frame that has fairly steep steps i've been inside and you said it might not necessarily be great for small children or elderly elderly. exactly so talk to that point a little bit about you know it's you know we're gonna have another future podcast i'm sure about this being okay to say no but the communication i just keep going back to this it's so important to over communicate as opposed to under communicate and it helps from both sides because then the vacationer gets to know what they're getting themselves into as well right yeah and i think then the vacationer also feels more comfortable if they do have a question or a concern of some kind Um, i think also what you're getting at is the it's part of communication but it's the screening process Mm -hmm. and how incredibly vital to your success screening properly is so that's kind of an awkward sentence but it, it's so important to um, get get it right not only in conveying your home um, knowledge is, is is power or you know yeah, exactly. in sales it's it's all about um, right starting from your listing of course but then when you speak to your prospective vacationers on the phone um, which we always encourage people to do if they get an inquiry you might want to start out just by replying by email but get that personal connection get that communication jump started with a phone call mm-hmm. you know sometimes they may be in germany or someplace and that's a little more challenging a little bit tougher a little tougher <laughs> but then the other thing i would say is don't really try not to make this so much about making that booking make getting that sale mm-hmm. okay what should be the priority the top priority here is making a good fit your no house is perfect for everybody and you need to make sure that whatever unique characteristics now as tyler mentioned my home is an a-frame i couldn't <laughs> he he was very nice in talking about my stairs they're exceptionally straight they're steep they're almost straight up and down so um you know what you want to do in that screening in that call part of the screening process is to really be as, as tyler said i try to talk people out of it's just that i try to manage their expectations um anything that has ever been uh, a problem in the past with a tenant or or, uh, or just even a house guest um, i try to bring that right up and what i find is there are two really important um, reasons for doing that one is that you absolutely don't want them to get surprised when they get Mm -hmm. there i might not lead in my listing that i have really steep stairs why would i mention that in my my advertisement if you will my listing but I certainly don't want anybody showing up in my house and seeing those, okay? Number one. Number two, it's sort of a psychological, it's sort of psychology 101. I feel that being really forthright with the so-called problems, possible problems on my home, um, it engenders a kind of trust 
between us. They're like, their reaction every time is, wow, thank you so much for, for, for your honesty, um, for, for being so forthcoming. Um, that my home has really dated kitchen. Uh, you better believe I talk about that, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want them getting there. And I tell them Thinking that. Thinking they're going to have granite countertops and, and sub-zero, floors, Exactly, right? and sub-zero fridges. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, there are two things. It, it, it's what they, it manages their expectations, but it also starts that communication, the trust, which is so important between us. So I want to talk about that. You mentioned, uh, it's kind of a joke too, about things, you know, that way things don't pop up when they arrive. Now, you actually at the Homeowner Forum kind of shared a different story about things popping up when someone happened to be there. Now, what's great about this is the fact is the open lines of communication that you had with this vacationer. So if you could take a minute and explain the story about, well, what was this, Boilergate, I believe is what we're calling it in the office. So explain Boilergate to me. All right, Boilergate is what we affectionately call the situation <laughs> I had. What I always say to people is, you know, all of us homeowners, I think we either live in the house, we try to, if we have the time and are able to live in the house or, or stay overnight in the house before tenants get there, the house is perfect, right? I mean, by the time our tenants arrive, we've worked so hard for months to get it in ship shape form. They get there and a week afterwards, the right, anything, the dishwasher breaks, the ice maker, whatever. So those things happen. Um, mine, I guess, fortunately or unfortunately, waited till mid-August. Again, my home is on the vineyard and I got that call that no homeowner wants to get at 6.20 in the morning from my tenant saying that they heard this awful noise. Um, long story short, it turned out that I had a water pump tank. Uh, rusted through at the bottom of it and exploded in my oh basement. My <laughs> it was a disaster, and there was over two feet of water in our basement. the The repercussion from that was that uh, I had to get the fire department there to pump out the basement. They, <clears throat> the house, excuse me, the house needed to be complete. The electricity and the water both needed to be turned off by you know seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and. I just was panicky thinking, how am I ever going to get this situation remedied in time and what are and my poor tenants? So two two things. Well, you had guests there. Reiterate that oh, you I'm had so guests sorry. there. Absolutely, <laughs> guests there. And so far anyway, we're, being, we're the ones who reported it to yeah. me and we're, we're being very nice about it. But two things that I realized from it. Um, one was, first of all, let me just say, first of all, the... the People who stayed there um, were were great, and but even before I knew how it was going to be remedied or when, um, I had to scurry around and see if I could find another place for them in the vineyard in the middle of August. You're trying to make it up to them. You're trying, trying to, to make, make them give them a great stay. As any really well, great, even I'm trying to give them a roof over their heads with water and <laughs> with water and electricity. Well, you know? well, without water below them too, right? right? Well, that's right. <laughs> water view is one thing, but. <laughs> So um, I, I think the first thing I did was was just do everything I could to fix the problem and to find them a place to stay because there was so little chance that they were going to be able to stay in the home. Like you day. said, middle of August on the vineyard. Right. Good luck to right. you. Oh, and not cheap. And this would be on me. Not to mention fixing yeah. it, but the cost of putting them up. Oh, and they had a dog. <laughs> and <not laughs> Let's throw that into yeah, the mix Yeah, just throw too. that in. Who's going to take somebody with a dog? But anyway... So I was thrilled um, that I was able, with tremendous help from my my uh, my little team, as we call it, our service provider team of contractor, electrician, plumber, and fire department, 
to get it fixed before the end of the day. These tenants, um, which was, was awesome, and I, I would say that that was one takeaway, is how important it is for our homeowners to have that team set up mm-hmm. beforehand. From a management point of view. From just a management point, back in January or February or March, mm-hmm. just have those, their lifelines, and you just don't know. Even if I lived next door, I couldn't have fixed that well, stuff. Well, I was going to say, that's the big thing to know. I mean, you could live next door, you could live in the apartment above the place, but are you going down and I don't know how to fixing the pump boiler? out of it. No, exactly. So that's the first thing is um, if you really want to avoid they're, they're, they're just I mean just in our office where, where most of us are homeowners and we each of us have our own little stories of thing of problems that have happened. It's gonna happen. It's just the nature of owning a home. So you want to just be prepared with that team, as I call it. The other thing is that I was so fortunate because this couple that happened to be in the house that week, were a couple who had rented from me the year before. I had done all those things that I preached a few minutes ago. I had reached out to them. I had been in communication with them by email. We ended up, in fact, they were lovely, and we ended up being becoming Facebook friends, which isn't the normal thing. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. but um, so uh, you know, we actually, my husband and I, established an even stronger personal relationship than one might with with a with a guest. But I think because of that, the word that I got back from my contractor when he let them know that I was trying to everything I could to find them a place to stay, they said, you tell Beta to please not worry about us. We're staying in this house, whether it has electricity okay. or water or not. Now, I was lucky these were just the nicest people. Yeah, because not everybody's like that. I mean, no. that, that's, I mean, no. you could very, I mean, myself included, I could very easily be ticked off ticked that my off. vineyard my vacation. Exactly. That I spent, I've spent this much exactly. money. Exactly. It's easy to say that. Exactly. But I think the fact that I had made the, it wasn't just, oh, the homeowner uh, or the manager um, that, that they've been communicating with. Oh, Sandy and Beta. You know, my husband's name is Sandy. So, so this is, a very different thing. They were so worried that they didn't want to, to, to be a concern to me. So again, <laughs> I was lucky, but I think that's also because of the, the if you call it work, really, it's, it's the attention that I had put into it to their relationship starting from the year before and certainly yeah. for that year as well. But Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, when we circle this all back around, when it comes to getting into the mind of the vacationer and the management part, I think the most important kind of word that crosses all aspects is communication, right? Communication with the tenants before, during, and after. Mm -hmm. And it goes to communication with our little team Mm -hmm. of people. Yeah, sure. (laughs) At the beginning of the season, when issues arise, and then afterwards as well. So I think communication to me is the lesson learned here. Yes. Just communicate, right? Just, yeah. Just no, I mean, it, yeah, I mean that, just, yeah. Because it really isn't that difficult. It's mm-hmm. free. Um, it's just something that we homeowners need to make sure is a vital, integral part of our, throughout the year, Yeah. our job. This is a business. This isn't just a hobby, right? Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure that we, just simple ways, but... Um, and and start of that a lot of that starts right at the screening, right at the interviewing, if you call it interview, the screening process, yeah. um, the getting to know them, inquiry, right? you know, ex- the inquiry, getting to know them. But it's also tracking those things. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have blog posts written about um, 
suggestions, tips about inter- about screening your prospective tenants. And we'll definitely have a podcast about sure. this later. There's no question. That'll be coming I'm in a sure. couple of weeks. I yeah. already got that on the list. Too, but so it's, yes. you know, talking about getting into the head of the vacation, we'll ask those probing questions. But then if your mind's anything like mine, you'll forget them as soon as you yeah. hang up the phone or the next day. What did day. we just talk about? Yeah. Right. And I mean, a lot of my bookings come in December, January, February, and believe me, by July or August, I can't remember what, how old their kids were or anything. So one thing leads to another, but um, it's, it's, it's also, it's not just asking the questions, doing the research, Googling your prospective tenants, make sure, you know, see if you can learn anything about them online, but then it's recording it mm-hmm. so that you, when they, before they come, you can, you can give them good uh, welcome baskets with things that are little beach toys for the kids if they have young kids, for example, or something. You know, it's mm-hmm. that part of getting into their head. In other words, just being aware of who's going to be in your home and how you can be the most responsive homeowner, caring homeowner while they're there or in, and before they get there. Awesome. Awesome stuff. She is Elizabeth Whedon. Like I said, you know her as Beta. I am Tyler Pybrun. Like we said before, we are going to be diving into a lot of these topics a lot more, digging a little deeper. We're kind of scratching the surface right now. Like I said, this is just episode number two. We're only going to get better, folks. At least I hope so. It'll be tough to top this one, Beta. That's for sure. All right. For Beta Whedon, I am Tyler Pybrun. We'll see you next time.